If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave. First thing, I want to apologize for this podcast coming out Wednesday, July 5th, instead of Monday. Uh, usually it would be out every Monday, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, unfortunately, life gets in the way. Um, it just happens. Uh, normally I try and pre-record ahead of time. That way, in case something happens, at least I'm covered. I have things already coming out on certain days, and I... I don't need to worry about or stress. Uh, unfortunately, things got busy the last couple weeks. I wasn't able to pre-record multiple weeks in a row like I would normally do. Uh, and unfortunately, it got down to the point where I was working all weekend and I just kind of got sidetracked. Um, you know, it's not easy to record at 10 o'clock at night after you've worked a 12-hour shift and kind of want to just go to bed. Uh, especially now that it's getting kind of hotter. I, I, I work in a factory. There's obviously no AC. Uh, the fans that we do have just essentially blow hot air on you. So after a long day of work, the last thing you really want to do is is do more work, essentially. Um, I never intended this to be like work. Uh, but unfortunately, sometimes it does feel like work, which kind of sucks. But rest assured... I'm going to have episodes more consistently. <laughs> uh, hopefully this is uh, a one-time thing where I'm a couple days late. I apologize again. But let's get into the content that you've all come here to read or listen to. Sorry. <laughs> First thing is we're going to be looking at scammers and people who got busted by the police. Not only for pre-order scamming, but people who got drug busted for drug possessions, which ended up also netting the police in Pokemon theft frauds. Uh, also, we're going to look at the NAIC finals. Some really interesting things came out of that over the, the last little while, including some amazing Canadian winners. Go Canada, right? I mean, heck, we're the best at hockey. Might as well be the best at Pokemon, right? <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, there's quite a few Americans that also won, especially in the top three, four. Um, but, I mean, you know, it's a friendly competition, right? <laughs> but first, a Pokemon trading card scammer was jailed for 31 months after about $200,000 in fraud. So when it comes to the trading cards, the Pokemon franchise has built a name for itself in terms of having some of the most valuable cards with many rare items being sold at auctions for thousands of dollars. Now, earlier this month, a 
news article reported how a rare Pichu spiky-eared Pokemon card sold at an auction for over $25,000, making it the most expensive Pichu Pokemon card in history of the iconic gaming and franchise. Unsurprisingly, Pokemon cards can get quite expensive as a result. How expensive, you might ask? Well, the expensive, the most expensive card to ever sold was valued and exchanged hands for a jaw-dropping $6 million. We all know who the hell bought that, right? Now, however, it has been reported that one Pokemon trader has been sentenced to 31 months in jail after pleading guilty to four counts of cheating. The cheating that Ko Jai Wen pled guilty to involves a large sum of money being taken from people who had reportedly pre-ordered Pokemon cards from them. The value of those cards totaling over 200000 Jai Wen was first arrested in July of 2023, during this time, it was also revealed that she had been trying to acquire new iPhones for free from a local tell company. Hmm, lovely. So, apparently back in 2021, a Pokemon fan pre-ordered 74 cases of cards, each of which contained 6 boxes, and transferred the 26-year-old scammer roughly $61,732 US. Following this, another buyer also purchased just under $60,000 US worth of cards from this person as well between February and May of 2022. Thankfully, a member of the Pokemon TCG Facebook group jumped in and put things to an end before they could go any further. During sentence, it was also taken into account that Jai Wen had been hit with 13 other similar charges. Well, I mean, do you think they learned their lesson? Probably not. I mean, they, they've been doing this for a couple years now. After 31 months, how much you want to bet they're just going to turn around and do it all over again? Maybe be a little more sneaky, but let's be honest, they're probably going to just do it all over again. Uh, once a scammer, always a scammer. I, you know what, actually, so I just did a giveaway, uh, fun, fun little Kanto type uh, giveaway on my Instagram account, uh, Pokemon Cave. Collingwood. So there was two winners. Uh, one person won a slab and a couple cards. The other person won a couple cards, but I also threw in a couple extra cards as well for the other person. So the person who won second place, just a couple of cards, uh, who I threw in an extra couple of cards for, everything was free. That's, I mean, that's the whole point of a giveaway, right? Free product, free shipping. I'm not going to ask someone for a shipping price or shipping costs, I'm not going to ask them to cover this or cover that. That's the whole point of a giveaway. You're giving things away. It comes out of your own pocket. So this person who, you know, they gave me their address. I I sent them photos of, I didn't send them photos. Well, I sent them photos of the cards that they won, but I didn't send them photos of the extra items that I threw in for them because it's a surprise. I want them to be surprised when they open up that package. So I sent them pictures of the cards. I sent them a picture of the package and of the shipping label and everything. And then I confirmed with them when my wife had dropped off the package at the post office on this past Tuesday. He messaged me the other day as, after I was talking to him for a bit and he goes, oh, he goes, it's funny. My wife thought you were like a scammer and she she thought it was kind of fishy, which is kind of weird. Like how how would I be, how would that be considered a potential scammer when I mean, yes, I have your address, 
but it's the ad or I acquired your address for this for uh, essentially shipping out product. Um, is there a scam where you, all you need is somebody's address? Because I mean, that's scary. Uh, but I I have never ever scammed scammed anyone, and nor would I ever because I've been scammed out of thousands of dollars before, and you don't get that money back from your bank. Not unless you use a credit card, and even then, it is a painstaking thing to try and get that money back. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I, I even told him, I said, you know, if if you would like, I can make a post on Instagram asking for feedback um, from people who I've bought and sold from, from trades, giveaways, and, I, you know, I can let my word speak for itself. Um, but it's, you know, also the fact that I sent him numerous photos. And I do that with anyone, whether it's a giveaway, whether it's on eBay. When I do a sale on eBay, I send the buyer, especially if it's letter mail, um, always with letter mail. I always send them a picture of the packaging, the cards, and a picture of me dropping it off at the post office box. Because with letter mail, there is no tracking, right? I could say I shipped it, but did I really ship it? Uh, now, I always, you can't send videos on eBay, but I always record a video, like I'll take a picture in front of the box and then I'll record a video of me dropping it in the box, closing it and then reopening the door to show that it went in. And I always tell them, if you would like the video of me physically dropping it off, I can send you the video to one of your external links or whatever. Uh, that's not a problem just for added security. And I've never had an issue with someone saying, oh, no, no, don't worry about it. Um, so, I mean... I like to see, or I like to think that I'm a trustworthy person when it comes to buying and selling and giveaways. Um, but, you know, hopefully I I gained this person's trust through a, a nice little fun giveaway. And hopefully maybe they'll buy something from the future. Maybe they'll do a trade. Who knows? But let's get into our next story. A Edmonton, Alberta drug bust also nets $34,000 in Pokemon cards and other collectibles. <laughs> so the Edmonton Police Service says collectible cards like Pokemon and sports cards are increasingly being used as currency within the drug trade. Who would have known? Maybe, uh, huh, that's interesting. So officers seized nearly 60,000 cards valued at $34,000. Well, that's not a very good value. Uh, in April, while investigating a suspected drug operation in central Edmonton. Uh, the police said on Friday. The investigation started in November in the McDougall neighborhood along the 107 Avenue area. It accumulated in officers it accumulated, sorry, in officers executing search warrants on two homes and one vehicle on April 15th. Police said officers seized 3.9 kilograms of methamphetamine, 95 grams of cocaine, 6 grams of fentanyl, and other various drugs. The drugs had a combined street value of over $410,000. Bernard Augustine, 49, and Tamara Cook, 43, have been jointly charged with 11 offenses related to the possession and production of controlled substances. Oh, they were producing it too. Good job. And procession of proceeds of crime. You dumb idiots. I'll say it once, and I'll say it again. Do stupid things, win stupid prizes. You chose to deal with drugs. You chose to pay for drugs with Pokemon cards and other collectibles. That's <laughs> that's interesting. 
maybe that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so, uh, would that be a good idea? I mean, sort of. Let's say you buy, I don't know, let's say you buy $10 worth of drugs and you give them a $10 Pokemon card. That $10 Pokemon card might be worth 12 bucks next week, maybe $14 next week, or it could be worth $2 next week. So you're either going to make money, break even, or lose money. <laughs> so that's, uh, I mean... Mm. I would have just stuck with cash. Cash is cash. Unless you're converting it from Canadian to American to whatever, you're not gonna lose you're not gonna lose value. You're whatever that cash is in your hand, that's what it's valued at, as long as you're not converting it. So I mean stupid does what stupid does, I guess. <laughs> Next Take Team Pokemon cards. Prices are going nuts. Yeah, no kidding. So in the past couple months, the prices on Sun and Moon's Take Team cards have skyrocketed for some reason. The alt arts have been going particularly crazy. Nearly all of them have doubled, if not tripled, in price. But why? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Can these new prices last? Well, part of the jump in prices is likely because they are entering into the new gen of the Pokemon TCG. Now, since Sun and Moon, the first four main sets have been weakest of the gen, Sun and Moon sets saw a sharp increase in the quality and quantity of chase cards after Crimson Invasion, leading into Ultra Prism. Sorry, The same holds true for Sword and Shield with the release of Alt Arts and Battle Styles following Vivid Voltage. Conversely, the last four sets into the previous two gens have also been the best grouping in their respective eras. This is generally when some new mechanic or card type is introduced. For Sun and Moon, it was the release of tag team cards and alt arts in the Unbroken Bonds. For Sword and Shield, it was the inclusion of the Trainer Gallery beginning, beginning sorry, in Brilliant Stars. It seems like the Pokemon Company has found a rhythm here, with both prior gens having 12 main sets each that followed the same general pattern. It also makes sense that hype is the highest when a new gen comes out, so not much is needed to incentivize people to stay interested in the newer sets. When interest begins to wade midway through the gen, they start to improve the quality, and even more so at the end to maintain that momentum through to the next gen. This, this to me is speculating 
but I guess Scarlet and Violet will follow a similar, if not exactly the same pattern. Right now, we are exactly halfway through the most boring part of the era, which is kind of odd since we just started. Now, the lack of chase cards in the new TCG sets right now is forcing people to look backwards for things that they want to collect. Aside from the tag team cards, you can see some renewed interest in early Sword and Shield alt art cards as well. A lot of these prices, price increases have been in the past six months, but particularly April through June, as we have fully settled into the Scarlet Vera era and Sword and Shield products are being stocked less and less. This could be the catalyst for a recent price increase. Additionally, it did really make sense for Sword and Shield alt arts to be worth as much or more than the Sun and Moon alt arts. After all, the Sun and Moon cards are older and have a unique gimmick is or unique gimmick that is only available in four specific sets of the Sun and Moon era. Most of them are also amazing looking cards with unique designs. Uh, for instance, the what is it? The Togepi, Cleffa, and Igglybuff. That's a really bright and beautiful card. The Mewtwo and Mew GX, the one where Mew is laughing and Mewtwo looks kind of pissed off. That's kind of cool. And the Ombreon and Darkrai GX, that's kind of like a nice dark kind of ambiance. It's just a very clean card. The Sun and Moon alt arts are also truly rare. If you ever open these sets in hopes of pulling one, you know how painful it was. The pull rates for these sets are abysmal compared to the Sword Shield, and they were likely also printed less. It's hard to figure out exactly how much rarer the Sun and Moon alt arts are, but we can take a look at the PSA population report for two of the most graded chase cards for each set of those cards, which is the Full Art Latias and Latios and the Full Art Ombreon VMAX. Uh, <laughs> you're looking at, let's see here. Yeah, very, very little. About 1792 for the Latias and Latios. And 91.24 for the Ombreon, which is not a whole lot considering, you know, it's an older set, but Pokemon also mass produces, right? So compared to the Latias and Latios, there are over five times more graded copies of the Ombreon, which is also one of the hardest alternate arts to pull from the Sword and Shield. It's worth noting that Team Up was never reprinted, which explains part of the rarity. This is a classic example of how supply and demand influences prices. We can say with relative confidence that the supply of these cards has always been lower than the newer alt arts. However, the demand just wasn't there. This kept the prices relatively low once we entered Scarlet and Violet. People got bored and turned their attention to older cards and started collecting them. Then the snowballed due to hype and FOMO, which is what creates charts like this. What do you think? I mean... Are we going to have the same issue with Scarlet and Violet as we are with Team Up? I mean, I I don't think we're going to have that right now, but eh, it's hard to tell. What do you think? And finally, Inteleon VMAX takes down the Pokemon TCG NAIC Final. Cyrus Davis won the Pokemon TCG North American International Championship Masters Final using Inteleon VMAX, a deck nobody saw coming, including her. Now, the TCG North American International Championship Masters Final today had a lot riding on it for both the players and the community at large, as this match will affect the meta for the World Championship in just over a month's time. Wow, that's coming up quick, eh? 
Surprisingly, neither Gardevoir EX or Lost Box made it into the finals, despite being widely considered to be the best decks in the format. Go figure. People see them as being the best decks, so people make counterparts for them. That's the best way to win. Stop going with the meta and go with something that will beat the meta. Or something that is just so widely crazy that it throws the meta right out the door. So the Masters Final instead saw former regional champion Ian Robb piloting an Arceus Derilodon Ombreon deck against Cyrus Davis and her underdog Inteleon VMAX and Urshifu deck. Ooh, that is a very interesting deck. Now, Rob's deck choice had consistently done well at regionals, special event, and internationals this season. But Davis's deck, which she only picked up a few days ago, has yet to make waves. With its highest placement being 6th at the Lima special event, which only had 123 players. Both players had strong TCG resumes before the finals match, but it was Davis who went on to win the three-game set and claim her first major victory. She is also the first Canadian player to win NAIC since internationals began in 2017 and shouted out her fellow Canadians in top eight alongside her. In game one, Rob went first and began by simply attaching his Dorodon V and passing, which usually isn't a good sign. Both players had a slow start with Rob continuing to pass his turns once he established Dorodon V Max in the active spot. This card's Skyscraper ability prevents all damage done to it by attacks from Pokemon with special energy attached. <laughs> and Davis's deck relies heavily on Rapid Strike energy. With the start this slow, many players might have decided to scoop, but given the 75-minute match time in finals, Rob had plenty of time to take it slow and hope to draw into something good. Both of these decks use chunky 3-prize Pokemon with massive amounts of HP, making the first game a slugfest. Davis was able to use Cheryl, a supporter card that fully heals your Pokemon but forces you to discard all energy attached. Luckily, her Pokemon didn't have any energy, so she essentially healed over 200 damage for free. <laughs> that is an awesome loop around. And then was able to take her first knockout. Inteleon VMAX is a speed or a spread damage deck. So after this initial knockout, many of Rob's remaining attackers were left alone and weak. Despite this, he was able to take out one of Davis's Glamorous VMAX Pokemon and take three prizes. But, Ginormous, sorry, what? Oh my god, it is way too early in the morning for this. He was able to take out one of the Ginormous VMAX Pokemon and take three prizes. But Davis responded with the second KO using Medicham V Yoga Loop, a move that lets you skip your opponent's turn and immediately take a second turn. This gave Davis the momentum she needed to take the final two prizes off of Rob's board and close out game one. Rob chose to go first in game two and once again had a rocky start, prizing two metal energy that would make it hard for him to set up Dorodon V without taking a KO first. Despite the rocky start and Davis's explosive setup using Battle VIP Pass, Ultra Ball, and Melanie, Rob was able to get, into, get an initial two-prize KO using RCS V-Star, claim his metal energy from the prizes, and chain together the attacks he needed to reach six prize cards in very few turns. With the set tied, Davis chose to go first for the final game of the set. She started Ramoraid in the active spot, a weak single prize Pokemon that evolves into Rapid Strike Octillery. 
To draw engine of this deck, she was able to bench a Rapid Strike Urshifu V and attach a Rapid Strike Energy to it. But with no way to move Remorade from the active, that's where Davis's turn ended. Rob started a lone RCSV, and all he had, all he could do was attach a double turbo energy and use Trinity Charge to accelerate a basic energy to RCSV and end his turn. Getting to six prizes before your opponent is the most common way to win a game of the Pokemon TCG, but it's not the only win condition. You can also win by decking out your opponent, as we saw in the EUIC Juniors finale. Or your opponent loses if they are unable to promote a Pokemon when their active is knocked out. Seeing Rob's empty bench, Davis knew what she had to do. Davis evolved her active Remorade into Octillery and used Rapid Strike Search to find the Tower of Water Stadium card, which makes the retreat cost of all your Rapid Strike Pokemon cost two colorless energy less. She then attached a basic water energy to the benched Rapid Strike Urshifu V, powering up its 100 Furious Blows attack, RCSV is weak to fighting type Pokemon, so by retreating the Octillery, Davis was able to hit it for 300 damage and a knockout. Figuring out what was happening as Davis quickly played her cards, Rob extended his hand to concede and Cyrus Davis became the 2023 Pokemon TCG North American International Champion. Davis stood alongside Juniors Champion Drake Z and Seniors Champion Brody R to accept her first prize trophy. None of the three champions played Lost Box or the Gardevoir EX, solidifying Inteleon VMAX, Arceus Gerodon Umbreon, and Arceus Regidraco Vsar as deck archetypes to look out for. Um, Worlds uh, will be happening in Yokohama, Japan, and that is everything from the TCG North American International Championship finale. On, on that note... <laughs> This is going to be a very interesting world. I mean, she won with a deck that nobody saw coming. Uh, and she won by doing something that I have failed. Or she's she's won the same way that I've lost. Uh, you get into it and then you realize, crap, I don't have anything on my bench. And they're going to knock me out. And it's like a mad scramble. You you know you're you're done. And it's like, well, might as well just extend my hand and congratulate you, because I done screwed up. <laughs> now, mind you, I I yeah, I did that exact same thing, but it was just a local store tournament. I didn't do it at nationals or regionals or anything like that. Thank God. Uh, I mean, I've never been to regionals, but I want to be. Hopefully, I can do that in the past or in the future. Uh, but until then, I'll just keep trugging along and maybe make my way there one day. And on that note, I say, have a good week. And I will see you again, I promise, on next Monday morning, 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Take care, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.